Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. The following story is inspired by real threats faced by California's national and state parks. Due to strong language and adult themes, listener discretion is advised. Previously on Dark Woods. Are you familiar with anticoagulants, Warden? No. They're mostly found in pest control products, pesticides, rodenticides, that sort of thing. And she had some in her system? A lethal amount, yes. Look, the election is in eight weeks. I'm not asking you to blindly sign on the dotted line, okay? I mean, whatever you decide, I will support it. So what should I do? Let me go public with my endorsement. Miguel, have you tested any water sources in the park for carbofurin? I'll need to test the creek. Conduct a search. It's red. What does red mean? It means the creek's contaminated. I think we should take a look upstream. You have a Quiet. Don't talk. There's someone up ahead. You're not answering your phone. It's one in the morning. What are you doing at my house? Who is it, Nina? Uh, it's fine. Go back to bed. Who's banging at the... Oh. Hey, Heidi. Hi, Mark. Everything okay? Yeah, yeah. Sorry to wake you. Go back to bed, hon. I'll be there in a minute. Sorry, Heidi. Are you drunk? No. Then why are you banging on my door like a lunatic? I found something in the park. Can it wait till morning? No, it can't. Entertainment and Endeavor Content present Dark Woods. Episode 3 Eulogy. You're sure? 100%. Cannabis plants, hundreds of them, maybe thousands, fully matured, a whole field right in the middle of the park. How much land are we talking here? An acre, at least. Probably more. They've got irrigation lines roped off with poison oak, armed guards, all of it. Jesus. There's men with AKs patrolling the perimeter. How many? I just saw one, but there's got to be more. He would have spotted us if the sun wasn't at our backs. Us being you and... Miguel Aravalo. Who's Miguel Aravalo? He works in the ecology department at Humboldt State. He's helping me run tests at Beaver Creek. You gotta be kidding me. What? What are you doing, Mark? You said I'm free to do what I want on my own time. Well, I thought you'd give it at least a day before putting a civilian in the line of fire. We didn't know what we were walking into, okay? Beaver Creek tested positive for contaminants, and we decided to follow the source upstream. Positive for what? What contaminants? If Miguel's research checks out, an illegal pesticide called carbofurin. You've heard of it. Yeah. Nasty stuff. EPA's been trying to ban it for years. Well, the growers are spraying crops and diverting the runoff into the stream. We might not be seeing the full effects, but it's happening. Right now. 
Miguel's got months of data to back it up. Why hasn't he said anything before? He's tried, apparently. No one will listen. He's, uh, different. How so? He's autistic, on the spectrum. So what you're telling me is you led an autistic civilian without any authorization to an illegal marijuana grow site guarded by men with assault rifles. Yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you. So what are you going to do about it? I'll need to present a case. DEA, Sheriff's Office, will need their resources to assemble a task force once this has all been verified. Okay, that's good. First, I'll need to speak with Miguel. Take a look at his research myself. I'll bring him to the station tomorrow. You okay? They killed Chelsea, Nina. I know it. We don't know who they are yet. If we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. Councilwoman Laura Romero has promised to get Eureka back to work. And what does she have to show for it? 9% unemployment. And now she's turning down a $10 million stimulus package, along with hundreds of potential jobs. How do they... Yeah. Wyatt McDouglas hey, have you seen this dress? Uh-huh. On November 3rd, cast your vote for Wyatt McDouglas for city council. And let Laura Romero know time Ugh, spare me. The Petra stimulus package. How did they get those numbers? We just received the offer last week. Think we both know the answer to that? Oh, shit. Maria Campbell's lobbying for McDouglas. For all we know, they've already inked a deal for the land permits. And all they need to do is write out the election. Unless I win. Unless you win. I should have seen this coming. Me too. What's the damage? It's uh, not looking good. We're down another point after the town hall, putting us at six behind as of this morning. It's not insurmountable. I appreciate the optimism, but let's be realistic. All right. We're eight weeks out and trending downward. I don't expect that trend to change after those ads make the run. Ugh, it reeks of desperation. Yeah, well, they're preaching to a desperate audience. So how do we reverse the trend? Well, there's the obvious answer. Petrus. Get Maria Campbell back to the table and let the voters know we're taking her offer seriously. And what offer might that be exactly? At this point, we have no reason to trust anything coming out of their camp. I don't disagree. I've been on the phone with the Water Resources Control Board all morning. They suggest drafting up some local regulations in our counteroffer. Let me play devil's advocate for a second, okay? Go for it. I'm an undecided voter. I've lived here in Eureka all my life, but now I've been out of work for the past six months, and my last unemployment check came and went. But there's an election coming up. One candidate promises me a job, the other one promises to save the trees. Which way's my vote gonna go? Look, I'm not trying to rub salt in the wound here. No, I... you're not. You're right. Patrick has a plan. McDouglas is their ace in the hole. All they're doing is buying time. We're dying of thirst, and they're offering salt water. So what do we have to offer in return? Maybe it's not what, but who? What do you mean? Arthur. It's time we go public with his endorsement. Oh, come on, Jess. Just hear me out. Have you two been talking? Who? 
Arthur, did he put you up to this? I've been pushing this idea for the last three months. Okay, and I thought I was clear that I'm not comfortable going public. Are you comfortable with losing? Because that is where we're headed. You and Mark are officially divorced, so there's no reason to keep hiding. I'm not doing it, Jess. You gotta do something, Laura. You can't just... Look, four years ago, the voters chose you over a 12-year incumbent. Not because you were the more experienced candidate or because you had all the answers to their problems. It was because they knew you. They knew Mark. And you won. Everyone in Eureka knows Arthur. He's the biggest employer in town. Sleeping with my largest campaign donor. How do you think that'll play? I don't know. The only thing we can't do is nothing. Your career isn't the only one on the line, Laura. I'm doing the best I can. All right. Get Arthur on the phone. Take your time, Miguel. Try to remember. You're doing great, bud. Then can I go? That's right. My lunch break is over in 28 minutes. I'll drive you back as soon as we're done. Did you see the marijuana plants? Yes. Any idea how many? Uh, a lot. What about the man with the gun? Did you see him too? Yeah, I saw him. Okay. How many men did you see? Was it just the one? Bear was growling at him. You didn't see any others? No. Okay. Then what happened? I, um... I just laid there. Mark told me to close my eyes, so I did. He held my hands, so I knew he was there. It's okay. Keep going. We just laid there for a while. I don't know how long... Then Mark told me to stand up and follow him back down the hill. He told me not to look back, and... And that's it. What you did was very brave, Miguel. Sure was. Please don't tell my parents. <laughs> we won't, don't worry. Thank you. Mark tells me you found traces of carbofurin in Beaver Creek. I did. Yes. I understand you've tested other watersheds in the park with the same results. At least three others. The contamination is decimating the fisher population in the park. Fishers? Correct. I don't follow. Oh, here, let me show you. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, Miguel, but I don't know if we have time for all that. What's this? It's the data on declining fisher population that I've compiled over the last 18 months. 36% as of last week. Okay. The report is broken down into six sections. Section uh, one covers I the I can go over all that with her later, for time's sake, okay? Oh, okay. What I think we'd both like to know is how long this has been going on. How long would it take for the watersheds to reach these levels of toxicity? I can't say for certain, but at least 18 months. They've been in operation for 18 months. At least, yes. How did you come up with that number? That's when I discovered the dead fishers and began my research. Jesus. We need to shut down the park. I'll put out a statement this afternoon. Say it's for the Petrus survey. Don't want to raise any alarms. Yeah, that's good. I'll get Sheriff Berg on the phone. In the meantime, set up some trail cams along the contaminated creek beds. See if we can get any additional evidence on camera. I'm on it. I should be getting back soon. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's get going. 
Do you mind if I hold on to this? I'll need to present it as evidence. Of course. I send a copy to your office every Monday for the last six months. Oh. Please don't hesitate to reach out with any thoughts or questions. I'm happy to help. Thank you, Miguel. God of the spirits and of all flesh, who has destroyed death and given life to your world, may you yourself, O Lord, grant to the soul of your deceased servant, Chelsea Brewer, rest in a place of light, a verdant place, from where suffering, pain, and cries are far removed. Amen. 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 Hey, Ronnie. Mark. I'm so sorry, Ronnie. Yeah. If there's uh, anything I can do, just let me know, okay? Yeah. You know that you... What? I kept her in that freezer for over a week. When I finally got to see her... Her face... They say she drank some sort of poison. That she didn't just slip over the edge, she collapsed. Look, Ronnie. Is it true? Yeah, it's true. Then why aren't you saying anything? Right, not Higgs, not the sheriff, not you. Hey, Ronnie, look at me. I am not giving up, okay? What happened to my daughter, Mark? I gotta know. Soon. I'll call you. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hello, how are you? Hey, hey, how's it going? Mark. Shit. Hey. Hey, Mark. Laura. Arthur. Good to see you. I just wanted to offer my condolences, man. The whole thing doesn't seem real. Yeah, thanks. Are you leaving? No, I was, uh, I was just going to step outside for a bit. Okay, if I join you? Oh. Uh, Arthur, do you mind if we... No, no. Not at all. You guys catch up. I'll go mingle. I saw you talking to Ronnie. Yeah. How's he holding up? Oh, well, you know, not good. I can't even imagine. When I was getting ready this morning, I couldn't stop thinking about this one memory. I guess. It was a few years back. Um, you and Ronnie were out on one of your hunting trips, so Chelsea was staying with me at the house for a couple days, and she must have been, I don't know, nine or ten. It was uh, right after you brought Bear home from the shelter, you remember? Mm -hmm. So anyway, earlier that summer, I showed Chelsea how to braid her hair for the first time. <laughs> she was always such a little tomboy. But once I showed her how to braid, she just ran with it. Every time I saw her after that, she'd have her hair all braided up. <laughs> so one day, she comes into the kitchen with Bear. And she had a braided Bear's hair all along his ears and his tail everywhere. <laughs> this little shaggy puppy covered in all these tiny braids and pink beads. And <laughs> God, it was the cutest fucking thing I'd ever seen. I remember that. <laughs> 
me over an hour to do my makeup. I just kept thinking about that moment and I couldn't stop laughing and crying and laughing and crying and I just, I hate funerals. I know. I owe you an apology for the other night after the town hall. You don't owe me anything. No, I do. You did what I asked and I no, threw it in your face. It's okay, really. I, it wasn't the right time. I should have known better. No, that's not an excuse. It's just been hard. You know, I don't see or hear from you for weeks at a time. And when I do, it's through a friend or a lawyer. It's like, like you've just been cut out of my life, you know? That's how these things work. I know. I just... I worry about you, Mark. I really do. I'm sorry. I know that's not what you want to hear. Oh, look, I know I haven't been around lately, but I'm doing what I gotta do, okay? I know. I think we're both just under a lot of pressure right now. All this doesn't help. Yeah. Remind me why I got into politics again. Well, to protect us from companies like Petrus. <sighs> right. I'm serious. I see what's going on. They're taking their shots and you're not budging an inch. Well, maybe that's the problem. No, it's not. You're doing the right thing. Just hang in there. Thank you. So, am I allowed to ask how the land survey's coming along? The land survey? I'm just teasing. Let's not talk about it. What's wrong? Nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's coming along fine. What's going on? Nothing. No, come on, don't do that. Don't do what, Laura? Don't push me away. You can tell me. Okay, look. What I'm about to tell you stays between us. You got it? Okay. Yeah, you can't tell anyone. Not Jess, not Arthur. No one. Promise? Yeah, I promise. I'm only doing this because I don't want you to be sideswept the way you were at the town hall. Maybe you can find a way to swing it in your favor. Swing what, Mark? How's that look? Uh, to turn the lens a little more left so it looks over the stream. All right. <laughs> Good? Yep. All right. Recording. Yeah, that's the last of them. We should grab the footage from the cameras at Six Rivers. It's been a few days since we checked them. All right, we'll hit them up on the way back. <sighs> you ready? Yep. Let's go. Is it okay if I record this? Uh, yeah, sure. Do your thing. Thank you. <clears throat> it's Saturday, August 12th, 2.43 p.m. I'm with my friend Mark Ellis. We just set up four trail cams along the streams that run into six rivers. No fishers, unfortunately. <laughs> Still, we've made good progress. This is another step in monitoring the fishers' movements and daily habits. All done? Mm-hmm. See? Phillips Mini, just like yours. I noticed. Thanks for letting me come along. Didn't mean to get you in trouble before. You didn't. The captain's just, uh, cautious. She likes to do things by the book. So she's okay with me helping? No, she didn't say no. But still, I think it might be best for us to keep things in-house. You know, between you and me, you know? I told my parents about you. Oh, yeah? Don't worry. I didn't go into detail... 
but my dad asked me to invite you over for dinner. Huh. I think it would be fun, don't you? Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll check my schedule. Awesome. Mark, can I ask you something? Go for it. Why aren't you married anymore? Why do you ask? My dad says you used to be married to Laura Romero, the councilwoman. Did he now? Yes. Was she a bad wife? What? No. Professor Collins said she's a bad councilwoman. Yeah, well, tell Professor Collins he's a dumbass. Please don't say that, Mark. Look, it's kind of a sensitive subject, okay, bud? Why? I don't know, it just is. You don't love her anymore? It's a little more complicated than that. How is it more complicated? Sometimes people just grow apart, okay? You've got parents, right? Yes. Yeah, and they don't always agree on everything, do they? they? They get into arguments, fights, things like that. Sometimes. Well, that doesn't mean your mom's a bad wife or your dad's a bad husband or that they don't love one another, does it? No. That's right. Every marriage is different. Just because some are able to stick it out doesn't mean those who can't are broken or messed up or... We had our time, okay? Then after her parents died, everything just kind of, I don't know, fell apart. Who's to blame for that? I think I'd fall apart, too, if my parents died. Mark? Yeah? Do you think I'll ever get married? Uh, yeah, why not? Really? Hey, you know, don't... Don't sell yourself short, Miguel. You never know what life's going to throw your way. Thanks to Mark, over. Hold up. Go for Mark, over. We've been approved for a 20-man task force, over. <sighs> We're in business, Miguel. We are? Uh, that's great news, Captain. Uh, what's the next move? DEA says they need two weeks to assemble a team and work out the details. Budget requests are going out in the morning. you got to be kidding. We don't have two weeks, Nina. That's not really up to either of us, Mark. Then get them back on the phone and explain the situation. That's enough time for the growers to catch one of the park closure and abandon the site. I'm not about to sit here and explain how interagency politics works. We need time to assemble a team, gather intel, come up with a plan. This is a win for us, whether you agree with it or not. Over and out. God damn it. Are we still in business? Who the hell knows? Come on. Let's keep moving. No, no, yeah, this is perfect. Go ahead and send to the ARB. We've got a call scheduled Monday morning. Okay, thanks, Jess. Come in. Hey, hon. Hey, what are you doing here? No, oh, I just thought I'd stop by. No, 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 it's okay, don't get up. Oh, you're sweet. Yeah, I thought maybe we could grab dinner at Don's later. That thing says romance like a free meal at your own restaurant. <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I'll have to meet you there. Need to wrap up a few things here first. Oh, come on. It's Saturday. I know. I won't be long. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, just let me know. I will. Oh, um... Everything okay? Uh... You know what? It's fine. You're busy. No, 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 no. Sit. Come on. I've got time. All right. <clears throat> I, uh, just wanted to check in and see if there's been any update on the land survey. Oh. Yeah, you know, park's been closed for almost a week. 
I haven't heard anything, so, you know, just thought I'd ask. Everything's going smoothly, from what I hear. Oh, good. Good, that's great. Uh-huh. So any idea when the park will reopen? Not yet. That's Captain Higgs' call. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to rush. I'm glad to see you're making progress, but still, you know, we could use the business. People are starting to talk. About what? About how you're back at the table with Petrus. And there's buzz going around that you're ready to sign. Huh. I think it might be a good time to put out a statement, you know, let everyone know that this is a real thing. I'm not putting out a statement. All right, that's fine. Just a thought I had. You're not going around telling people that, are you? Telling people what? That I'm getting ready to sign over the permits. Oh, of course not. You told me not to say anything. I know I did. Well, that doesn't mean they're not asking. My phone's been blowing up ever since I went public with my endorsement. They want to know where you stand. I mean, myself included. My stance hasn't changed. I thought I was pretty clear on that. So you haven't had any further talks with Petrus since your first meeting? No. Jess and I have been drafting our counter all week. If they're not willing to include any local regulations outside what's mandated by the EPA, we'll do it for them. Well, how can they include local regulations without an up-to-date land survey? The same way we are. Use the data that's available and adjust accordingly. They knew that was an option from the beginning. Okay, you're right. I'm not defending them. Kind of sounds like you are. I'm not. I just want to know, you know, for my own sake, if you have any intention of working out a deal. Or is this all for show? I'm not ready to answer that question. So, let me get this straight. In the middle of the worst economic crisis since the 80s, you shut down the most popular section of the park, the lifeline of this town, all to conduct a survey for a company that you have no intention of working with, and you're doing all of this seven weeks before the election. Is that about sum it up? I'm doing my due diligence. Okay, someone around here has to. Laura, when is the park reopening? I told you, that's up to Higgs. You haven't asked her? Haven't had the chance. Well, what about Mark? What about him? What did he tell you? When? At the funeral. You two were talking for a bit. It was nothing. We were just catching up. It looked pretty serious to me. It was a funeral, Arthur. So neither of you brought up the land survey or the park closure? No, we didn't. Now, can you quit asking me about it? Laura... What? <sighs> Look, can we talk about this later? I've got to finish up. I have donated over $20,000 to your campaign. I know you have. I've got your name plastered on every window of every business I own in this town. I have defended you. I have supported you. I have pushed your agenda over my own interests. And I'm grateful for that. You know I am. Then what else do I have to do to prove that you can trust me? I do trust you. Then trust me now. Wolf Entertainment and Endeavor Content present Dark Woods, written by David Pergolini, directed by Takashi Dosher, executive produced by Elliot Wolf, starring Corey Stoll as Mark Ellis, Monica Raymond as Laura Romero, and Reed Scott as Arthur Headley, featuring Anthony Jacques Jr. as Miguel Aravalo, Marta Milans as Maria Campbell. Laura San Giacomo as Captain Nina Higgs and Tony Trucks as Jess Ridge. Additional performances in this episode by Mac Brandt as Ronnie, Chris Browning as Ad Voice, Lauren Castor as Heidi, Colby French as Wyatt McDouglas, Sal Lopez as Priest. Executive produced by Dick Wolf, Elliot Wolf, and Jenny Rattle at Mast. Produced by Fiona Smith, Takashi Dosher, and David Pergolini. Our associate producers are Talia Shea Levin and Lydia Smith. Casting by Sarah Isaacson. 
Production assistance from Romelia Osorio. Engineering by Bobby Howley. Editing by Nathan Rule and Bobby Howley. Additional editing by David Pergolini. Sound design and mix by Nathan Rule and Bobby Howley. Original score composed by John Kafer and Michael Dean Parsons. Foley artists Mike Miller and Bobby Howley. Additional engineering from Matt Rocker at Underground Audio. Production and post-production services provided by This Is Sound Design Studios. Production legal by Chad Russo and Ramo Law PC. Payroll services by Violet Romero of ABS Payroll. Our line producer is Alex Levine. Darkwoods is a production of Wolf Entertainment and Endeavor Content in association with Wave Runner Studios. For more information, visit EndeavorAudio.com. This podcast was recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.